This podcast is and was and will be forever brought to you by TerribleOrigami.com. It's real. <laughs> uh, and uh, this month's feature is Terrible Bookmark Row House, uh, which is a handmade item available on Etsy. Uh, item details. G'day, mate. This bookmark row house is just like you're living in jolly good England. Oh, no. Maybe Peter Pan will burst through your door. This design definitely, quote, has a shadow, end quote, terribly made. $90. It. Peter is it- Pan comes through the window. Yes. It's a row house. It's only $90? $90. Wait, is it like R-O-W? Hey, you guys, it got four stars. You're not answering my question. Five stars. What? Row, like R-O-W? Yeah. Did someone buy it? Like a row? Is that why it has five stars? I'm just asking if that's how it's spelled. Yeah. R-O-W? Okay, cool. Because isn't R-O-E like fish something? Yeah. Row house. So you would be like a tiny fish house? Or I was thinking just like a house you like filled (laughs) with that fish goo, right? Home of the million dollar frog. (laughs) Bye bye, kiss. Totes Recall. Welcome to TotesRecall.com, the <laughs> podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember very well. We eat salad and pizza, mm-hmm. and watch that movie, and then come back to the recording studio Ooh. and finish recording <laughs> yes. our thoughts on the movie we watched yes. while eating pizza. No. My name is Dave. See, that made I- it sound like we're eating pizza again while recording this. Oh, show. no. We only eat pizza the one time. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. I'm Molly, and this is way too much pizza talk. I'm Dan. I'm Beth. And our movie this episode is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, in honor of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon to the Sword of Destiny. <laughs> is that real? Is that actually what it's called? I think so. Okay, cool. That came out Sounds made up. last month. Right. On Netflix? On Netflix.com. I watched this movie in the theater, oh. and it was... One of the first times we went to like the the art cinema Ooh. in Palo Alto, oh. uh, <laughs> near where I grew up. Um, and there, where was that? Where you grew up? Los Altos. And can you just broadly define the, that? The Silicon Valley area. Mm-hmm. And then, and where is that? <laughs> in California, uh-huh. NBD. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and uh, I remember it was one of the first movies we saw there, and it was like, oh, movies can be a little different. I mean, it's a foreign language movie. I had watched them before, but only like like hard boiled at my friend's house. That must felt like a bootleg tape he had gotten. Um, is that the one where Chow Yun Fat is like a hitman or a super cop or something? He's a super cop in yeah, that one. Yeah, but killer. not the movie Super Cop. No, with Jackie Chan. <laughs> no, hard boiled is great. Okay, uh, you're thinking of the Killer, which is also a John Woo Chow Yun Fat movie. Okay. where he's a hitman. Gotcha. Anyway, I saw this with my dad, Was maybe this also my brother. After the go ahead, Molly. Go on. <laughs> Yes, after the separation and divorce. <laughs> well after. I feel like this is a... I want to say I was in late high school. Yeah. Like 99. I'm calling this movie 99. Okay. Even that feels early. Now, sticking with it. 99. Okay. Uh, but I loved it. I was like, oh, I love martial arts movies and Chow Yun-Fat and Ong Lee. I didn't know who he was at that point. He directed this, right? Yes. I, I think know. so. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, boy. brought you Eric Bana as the Hulk. Yes. 
I have no idea where or when I saw this movie. I'm pretty sure it was in a theater. I liked it. There's a part where <laughs> they are fighting on top of trees. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Okay. That's, that's the extent <laughs> are of... Are you sure you've seen this movie? Oh, wow. That's... Um, normally, I'd be really confident, but after several recordings of Totes Recall, right. I, I feel like... Yes, okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure every moment is going to be a little bit of nostalgia. Yeah, or it'll turn out I've never seen it before. Okay, can you write that down, Molly's bet? She has seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> is that all you remember of the movie? Is fighting on trees? Yeah, fighting. On, there's a cave. There's a cave at one point, and um, there's a lady who seems really cool. Sure. Uh, I know I sound like I was probably five when I saw it, but I'm sure I was an adult. I'm sure I liked it. Okay. It, was, it won an Oscar. Uh, it was nominated for something. Def nominated. Yeah. It was definitely nominated. Maybe f- I want to say uh, it wouldn't be like special effects or something. But is there a choreography or something that you can win? No, not for the. Oscars. I think it was nominated for best foreign film, no? or maybe mm-hmm. it was best picture. And they were like, "Let's throw a nod at something that's not in English because we want to look cool this year." Yeah, uh, wasn't there, it? Was like a big deal though that they were doing all those like. Stunts where they mm-hmm. were like wire work. Yeah. yeah. Was this so? Is this pre Matrix then? <sighs> oh, I I want to say they came out at like the same time. Because Matrix had some wire work, not as much. No, this is like full on wire foo. Yeah, yeah. I think this time. one got props because it was so like artful wire work. Because the Matrix yeah. was just like jumping up, spinning the camera, pow, 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 pow. Whereas this one, they actually like made it turn into this graceful dance thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. But it's still life and death, right? Like yeah, they're, they're still like fighting each other? They're yeah. fighting each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like swords. Swords. Of destiny? Mm-hmm. Is that in this? I don't know. I don't know. There's definitely a sword that's yeah. important. Uh, yeah, there's an important sword. Yeah. Important sword. <laughs> important sword. I don't know if it's the sword of destiny, though. There's definitely a sword that matters to someone. Yeah. Well, I mean, every sword matters well, to someone. Okay, is that true? I mean, I feel like there's some be... swords no one cares Tweet about. Tweet at us. Uh, okay. Land of the Forgotten Swords. Oh come on, that's a thing. Yeah. What? You Where just all made the swords up. go when no one cares about them anymore? Well, anymore <laughs> they cared at one time. Oh okay. I just don't think there's a sword ever birthed into this world that nobody cares about at any point. What if? Okay, but what if there's just some like? Have you ever seen Toy Story? Oh, right. Well, those were loved at one point. Short story. (laughs) Yes, that'd be amazing. (laughs) What if there was just some like money grabbing capitalist who happened to be a skilled craftsman who could make swords and was just churning them out with no love and just like somebody to buy this crap. Crouching Tiger was huge this year. Yeah, and then no one bought it and immediately melted it down. Yep. Okay, in, in that scenario. But Molly's bets. That never happened. That never happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. I think I I think I saw this movie in a weird way where I saw like the last twenty minutes of this movie on a plane, but it was sort of like I was it was sword. through what? Ah. It was sort of like it was sort of uh, distracted because I was Filled with emotions because I was hung up on a lady. This Aww. was in high school. Was and she on the plane? Yes. <gasps> you got it. Was she sitting next to you or no. near you? No. Why no. not? Who was she sitting next to? I don't know. No, this no. was like we'd already had like a thing. What? And then it was like now not a thing. Oh, you buried the lead. And it was what awkward. No, Were you on like a orchestra trip? trip? I was a my. Uh, 
theater, the high school theater class of 2000-whatever, was invited to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, to which we traveled Scotland, and so I was on a plane to presumably London. Glasgow. No, we landed in London. We hung out in London for a couple days. Um, (laughs) So I was like real sad. And Already? Then, wait. No, huh? wait. You had... Wait. I'm confused. The thing was over with the girl. The thing before was he even got on the plane? Her. Before we'd even gotten out of high school for the year. Like, this was during the summer after the school year. Yeah. But, like, during the school year, it rose up into a beautiful tail and then crashed back down. <gasps> no! Yes. And then you had to go on a trip? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, sad. It was and weird. you guys were the leads in the play and you had to kiss. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, better story if you were. It would. It would have been a much better story. I apologize. I mean, we were... I don't know. We were like on stage at the same time. Sure. <laughs> so Good enough. romantic. <laughs> it was real great. bad. It was rough. It was a rough summer, yeah. guys. Wow. So you were in England all summer? No, it was only for like a week. Okay. But like that entire summer, because we would we'd have to like we do pickup rehearsals for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival because we performed it at school mm. in the whatever season of the year, and then we're like, oh, we'll rehearse again in the summer. So then we'd have these tents. Meetings. Oh, was wow. she seeing someone else? No, but she was going off to college. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh older, older woman. woman, maybe. Yes, I guess she uh, have right. Oh, and that's why I think you're totally wrong because I was a, I was a junior. Oh, so and that would have been saw it on the plane, right? So it had to have come out. I mean, but it was a plane movie, which means it had been out for at least a little while. Yeah, but not too long. But not that. Definitely in the 2000s, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I graduated in 02. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, okay. So my guess. You want to put a year? You want to put a year? I'm gonna say two. Ooh, late 2000 or early 2001 is when it came out. Anyway, I saw the whole movie later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably on DVD or something. Do you think you might cry watching it this time? Mm, I mean, really wants you to cry. I would probably, but I, I, I mean, I'd probably cry more for like the. Uh, you know, the tragedy that befalls certain characters. Is there tragedy in this? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, you oh, guys. Oh, someone get poisoned? Oh, there's so much tragedy in this, you guys. This is like drama-rama. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I just remember cool fighting. There's cool yeah. fighting, but it's also like... Acting. Ooh, yeah. Man. And that's the part I saw in the play, and so I was just like... Oh. Entranced oh, by all the like, tragedy. I'm like this tragic character mm, in a foreign film. <laughs> yeah. How hardy am I? Well, and it was funny, though, because like, I... Uh, I watched the plain one was dubbed in English, but then I watched the whole thing with subtitles. Mm. So it was weird to like experience it at first with like the whispery English speakers, yeah. Because like that was their way of being dramatic. The people doing the English dub were just mm. like, "I'm going to speak in a very whispery tone because this is there's a cello in the background and like the lighting <laughs> is so beautiful." So it was kind of distracting. Yeah. All the whispering, yeah. not whispering, but just like very breathy. Dubs are usually garbage. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else feels differently than that. Well, I saw some dubs are better than others. Uh, when I When I was a teenager, I got to go to what was then the a Republic of uh, the Soviet Union, the Republic of Georgia. Mm. And there they had just, I think one guy did all of the dubbing for all of the movies. <laughs> and it was just one guy with a deep voice and he did all the parts. <laughs> and so you'd be watching him and you could still hear the English underneath it. Yeah. It was tantalizingly close to being able to understand it, but you couldn't. <laughs> 
quite. <laughs> and so it would just have a little kid. And it would say, Mama. And the guy would go, Mama. <laughs> and just totally That's cover amazing. it. So it was, it was almost an, an art form in of itself, but it, it, it was really hard. Yeah. But, you know, I... I guess part of the reason I'm prying for details is because I broke up with a guy right before he went on a trip to France. And a par- and I felt like it was probably okay. But then I heard later that the entire summer he kept saying, what happened? Oh. oh no. So I feel a little guilty. So I guess that's why I'm asking. Yeah. Ooh. What when about you, you Beth? <laughs> Who'd you break up with when this movie came out? So many people. Uh, I... I I don't remember. I do not remember when I saw this movie. <laughs> um, it's probably I'm I'm basing it off of uh, in high school. My friends and I probably like our sophomore year um, got on like a kung fu kick mm-hmm. and just watched a bunch of kung fu movies. Um, and I think I don't think this movie was part of that, mm-hmm. but I, I had seen it prior to that. So that would have been like 2005. Okay. So, 2000 sounds right to me. Um, and I would like to bet 2001 because it sounds cool. Sure. Great. Like a movie title. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if I did see it, I saw it uh, in my basement probably with my dad. Probably mm. watched it with my dad. It sounds cool. like a dad movie. Yeah. Um, I saw it with my dad. Oh my gosh, dad movies. Dad movies. Oh, I forgot to mention that because I only saw the end first, I mostly focused on the soundtrack. So, like, I think even before I watched the whole movie, I bought the soundtrack because it's awesome. Oh. Uh, I think that might have won an Oscar, actually. I think the the cello. Because it's like, it's like, it's this very, uh, I don't know, it's very pretty. It's Mm -hmm. just like, it's Yo-Yo Ma and some... Violinist, I think, are the two principals, and then cool. there's just like a taiko drum, and that's like basically the arrangement for most of the movie. Wow. It's super cool. Sounds great. It does sound great. Speaking as a high school cellist myself, <laughs> and uh, I bet our listeners don't know that Dan and I have that in common. Yeah, I too uh, play cello from the fourth grade into sort of adulthood. Not really. Not right, that exactly. Committed. Yeah, exactly. Not that committed. I own a cello. Yep. Still, no. still do. Wow. We could do a painful duet. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> oh, that could be what it's called too. <laughs> painful painful duet. duet. If you donate a hundred dollars to the podcast, yes. Dan and Molly will do their best to recreate the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon soundtrack on two cellos. Only a hundred bucks. I was like, that's, wow, wow, that's a good one deal. song, a hundred dollars per song. Oh, okay, okay. that's fair. Cool. Yeah. Yep. All right, that's reasonable. Because like we need to like buy some rosin and shit, man. <laughs> Probably new strings too. <laughs> Beth, do you have anything to add over Molly on plot you remember other than fighting on top of trees? There is a cave and a lady who is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I I did want to add that I played saxophone in high school. I played trumpet in high school and mellophone in marching band. What's mellophone? It's like a marching French horn. (laughs) What does that mean? So it's still a it's still a front bell yeah. instrument, yeah. Okay. not like the French horn, which is curled and you stick your hand in, right? right. So it's in the key of F, as a French horn is. Okay, uh, but you can be a little louder. Is that what the F stands for for French? Yeah, yeah, the key, the key of French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, it's easy to transition from trumpet to mellophone because the fingerings are the same. Oh. Uh, so you just why say, wouldn't you just play trumpet in a marching band? Or why couldn't you just play a regular French horn in a marching band? Uh, I don't think a French horn produces enough volume, and they're harder to play. Okay. And there aren't many people who play mellophone, mm. but you want a couple in there, yeah. so that's why I didn't play trumpet. 
because I was tapped as a exceptional trumpet player. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Over to Mellophone. That's what they told me. are in the presence of. Let's go around the table and all say. Section leader of the Mellophone section, which was three people. (laughs) I was just, I was just gonna let's go around the horn and say what chair we were. Around the horn. Oh. In our high school arrangements. Okay, fine. I was second chair, but first chair was my best friend, so I was very happy with that. Nice. I was first chair. Eventually. Yes, I was first chair. Ooh. Ooh. I, Why are you so sad about that? Because I feel like it's braggy. We're a bunch of band nerds. <laughs> I um, just said I was first chair in I a braggy was, tone. Okay. You guys still like me, right? <laughs> well, I was like, I know you guys weren't first chair, so... <gasps> I sorry. went back and forth between first and second chair. Uh, the other person who usually beat me was a girl I was super into in high school. Oh. Yeah. And things fell apart real bad. <laughs> I got my heart broken super bad. Was it because of the tension of her yeah. always beating you? Trumpet tension. High school heartbreak. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Who well, knew? Who knew? <laughs> it would bring this movie would bring up so much yeah. um, emotional distress <laughs> <laughs> from teens. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I don't. I don't really remember. I feel like there's. Oh, you, I'm getting. I think I'm getting this mixed up with House of Flying Daggers. So. Probably great movie. Um, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it, the main the main actress in this movie is not blind, right? No, no. She. There, the actress in House of Flying Daggers is blind, right? I mean, not the actress, but the character. character. Maybe. The main lady in this one is Michelle... Yuck. Yeah. No. Yo, I, I every was, time ooh, I was yeah. saying one is a figure skater, skater yeah. and the other is a martial Michelle arts. Michelle Kwan is a figure skater. There we go. Yeah. So it's, it's Michelle, Michelle Yo. And she's awesome. She's great. I yeah. saw Michelle Kwan figure skate once. Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're playing the saxophone? Uh... <laughs> I could have been. Okay. But. She was first chair of the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was. Um, she's the main lady, but there, I think there's a second lady, Zhang Zi, or whatever, uh, who's like a she's like a scamp. Yeah. Oh, do they talk to each other? I think she might steal the important sword. Yeah, she does. Oh. I don't remember why though. Like I don't remember why the sword matters to anybody. I, I just, think it's a super sword. Is it? Because there's a scene where she fights Michelle. Yo. Yep. Uh, who is better at fighting, but the sword is so great that yes. it destroys all her weapons, so she can't win because uh, she'll be like, "Oh, I can totally block that." But your super sword, yeah, cool. Weighs, it's like a whole montage of like every single weapon you can imagine. Breaking, it's awesome. Yeah, I think I remember that scene. Yeah, kind of. Scene. It's hard to describe. No, I really I hope that like scene's in this movie. The, the <laughs> most specific, the most specific I can be about it is it's inside a building. That scene. Yeah. I think it. Would you call it a cave-like building? I wouldn't call it a cave. <laughs> it's There's like in like a fine. dojo sort of thing. It yeah. might be like an open air sort of place. I'm gonna bet it's an open air arena type setting. Oh, an arena. Like it, I could see how you could think it's inside, but it's not. I think so. It's, it's like, not in a like gonna, a quad or a courtyard. That's surrounded, what I'm thinking. Like a classic, yeah, Chinese building, yeah, like a courtyard. With a courtyard. Yeah. yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah. That's oh, what I mean. okay. Open air? Courtyards are open air. Yeah, well, but you yeah, said but like arena, arena and that's like just... Oh, uh, this is because it's a cool fight. <laughs> so you feel like you're in the arena yeah, and watching. Yes. Okay, I see. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cool sword stuff in this movie. Because yeah. they're all good at swords. That's like yeah. the running premise of the movie. <laughs> this movie good is more swords. about... Uh, speaking of kung fu movies, this movie is more about arms rather than fists and kicks. Oh, yes. Which, I think I'm like this movie, but... 
I've watched a lot of kung fu movies in the last year. Like yeah. I've gone through a big kick, and I've decided I like the hand-to-hand ones a lot more, more. than the sword thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one's cool, though, because it's got the, like... Uh, I remember there's at least one sword fight where, like, they do the cool, like, uh, key thing where, like, someone isn't actually hit with the sword, but they're still, like, affected by it. Because, like, your weapon is an extension oh, of your... Sure. Key? Is it key? Or chi? Chi. 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 Dan's bet, chi. Okay. Yeah, no, chi. Great Scrabble word because you can spell it Q-I. Right. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Scrabble. Which is why scrabble. I thought it was key. And now I'm confused. <laughs> T-I is also a word that's a plant. Nice. Oh. Hot Scrabble. <clears throat> little scrabble tip. It's also a rapper. Yeah. Yeah, but that's probably a proper name. I think it is. Isn't it based on his real name? Sort of? BK's proper name's in Scrabble. Um, oh, T-I. I yeah. thought you meant like it's... You know, I I don't really care about Scrabble that much. No. <laughs> Tweet at us how much Scrabble talk. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know how much you want us to talk about Scrabble oh, in the I following think, episode. I wasn't sure what the question was. <laughs> how much Scrabble talk? Yeah. So, do we feel like this is going to pass the Bechdel-Wallace test? Yes. I feel hopeful. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, okay. I do too, because there's that lovable scamp yeah. who steals the Sword of Destiny. Or whatever. Important sword. And Michelle Yeoh, they probably are like, give me back that sword. Because, yeah, I think you're, that's You don't how, deserve it. Ah, you're old. I'm pretty sure that's how they get involved oh. in the first place. I think Michelle Yeoh and Guy. Chai and Fat. Chai and Fat. I think their characters get involved in the story in the first place because the scamp takes the sword. And oh. I'm pretty sure it's Michelle Yeoh who discovers her taking the sword. Is she being trained? The scamp? By, uh, Michelle Yeoh's character. Is she like, she's like being trained by someone mm. and she's, oh, not, she was... she's like not ready to no I think you're thinking of the scamp okay because Shining like... Fan and Michelle Yeoh are like they're like Batman and Robin except yeah. they're both kind of Batman they're like equals yeah. they're badass and also there's like some sexual tension yes they like yeah. should be together but they can't it's maybe because like... he's a mom <sighs> or something where like they just never admitted it to each other yeah. or something like that they're yeah. like in all the manor dramas where the head servant wants to be with the head lady servant. Right. But they can't because they're all servants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they do get together or don't, depending on the man or drama. Yeah. Yeah. They're like those people. Dan's uh, bet, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, the whole movie? <laughs> that love story. Oh, yeah, it is. I think the scamp is being trained by, like, evil cave lady, oh. Molly. Oh, yeah, there's a cave lady. I think she is, like, the rejected pupil of one of them, of Michelle Yeoh or Chai and Fat, and now she is like evil sword person and like has trained the scamp to do evil sword or something. Man. <laughs> I think. Okay. So okay. Cave Lady has trained scamp to be evil sword lady. I think so. Okay. Cool. That sounds okay. right. Because there's Chai and Fat, Michelle Yeoh, scamp, evil Cave Lady, and then whatever dude is in love with the scamp. Those are like the main characters of this movie. Oh, there's a dude in love with the scamp? I think and so. Is he kind of like a, a bumbler? I feel like he's a bumbler. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I think that's right. There's often bumblers in Chinese <laughs> movies. He, they love bumbling people. Is he like in love with... Wait, scamp is being trained by evil sword lady? I believe so. Okay, so does he find out that she's being trained and then he's like, oh man, I don't love you anymore. And then she's like, wow, that's harsh. I need to decide between Evil Sword Lady and my love of you. That's and a then great she question. decides my love of you is stronger. Wow. Dan's bet. Like the love of them is not stronger. This okay. is a very tragic movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, my bet is that Evil Sword Lady kills him then. Wow. Kills the bumbler? Yeah. Mm. 
And then evil, she gets that's mad. That's Cave Lady? Is yeah, Evil Sword evil, Lady? Yeah. It's the same as Cave Lady? <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay, yeah. yes. Evil Cave Lady <laughs> slash Sword Lady. <laughs> Kills Bumbler? Bumbler. To mm. release Scamp from the distraction? Yeah, Ooh. and then that makes Scamp mad. Wow. Yeah, for sure. I'm just going off. I don't remember anything about this movie, so yeah. I'm just going off of how movies work. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You guys might you probably you all, yes, for sure. You have better ideas of what actually happens. I do because I've seen. I saw the ending of the movie at a very intense moment in my life, so I remember the ending pretty vividly. Burned into your. It's like the brain. first forty minutes that I'm a little iffy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I think this movie's gonna be really long. I think it's gonna be at least two hours. Oh. Molly's bet. <laughs> Molly's bet, really long. Two hour plus. Uh, additional bet, it's not going to feel as long as it is, but not by that much. <laughs> <laughs> so Molly's bet, she's going to get bored, is what yep. you're saying. Yeah, 100%. But not as bored as you would think you would get, given its length. Exactly. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> uh, does this movie... I think the very, very end movie is the scamp going to... The like temple, Shaolin temple up in the clouds mm-hmm. or somewhere, and maybe someone. Is there a whole theme about people jumping off cliffs to Whoa. their love to do something with their love? Is that a bet? Yeah, yeah. Dance bet. Wow. There's some Chinese poem about jumping off waterfalls nice. for love. There's probably like a never mind. So there's probably some legend about drifting down a mountain <laughs> when it's foggy out. That's racist. So, no, it's, no. Yeah. She's just, I just talking about legends. Legends oh, involving okay. mountains. All right. And you know, I always think about Tokyo Drift. No matter what. No matter, no matter what. what movie no matter what watching. movie we're watching, yeah. I somehow relate it to Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah, that's how I think it ends. Does Chow Yun Fat die in this movie, guys? I think, I think everybody dies. <laughs> I feel like Dan knows. Dan smiled and then twirled. <laughs> <laughs> Did you kill Chow Yun Fat? I just know because of my. Unique experience of watching the end of the movie. I know exactly who dies and how. Well, I don't want to know that. I honestly. don't want to spoil it for you. Great. All right. But I know who dies and who lives. In I movie. think there's some poison in this movie. I think she dies. Who? Cave Scamp? Lady has poison. Or Cave Lady? Or... Michelle I think, Yeoh. Yeah, I think Michelle Yeoh dies because that would make so me So then sad. is the Netflix a prequel? Because isn't she in the She's Netflix She's in one? it, yeah. With Donnie Yu Yon. Donnie Yuen, Who's great. Oh, mm. I... No, no, I'm she still, dies. She dies. Ooh, okay, cool. Oh, because that seems upsetting. So, yeah, let's, uh, Dan. You can sit this out if you want. But okay. Let's go around the horn and say who dies in this. Movie. <laughs> so, uh, Michelle Yeoh, Molly, and Beth. Bet she dies. Yep. I think Cave Lady dies. I also think Cave Lady dies. Uh, Scamp lives. Bumbler. Beth, you said the Bumbler dies. Yep. I'll, I'll get on board. I'll get on board too. Yeah. Ooh. Triple bumble. Mm-hmm. I think Chow Fat lives, and I think the scamp lives. Yep. That sounds good to I me. I agree. Great. Okay. Um, I also think there's probably, like, some village people who... Oh. Gertie. Gertie. It's fine. It's a movie. <laughs> They're not really dead. You know, we always acknowledge the dog, but every time I listen back to the show, I never hear the dog, or maybe I just have bad headphones. Oh. I... Okay. Well... Or do you, you like... Do you use magic to push uh, it out? No, I don't. Oh. Um, but if you hear a dog, or don't hear a dog, I don't know what I'm saying. The well, dog is in your mind. What do we give a listener if they can prove they heard the dog? Um, Nothing, because it's pretty... A retweet. Hear a dog. <laughs> we'll give him a retweet. All right. Yeah. Tweet at us. Hashtag, what that dog whining about? <laughs> 
Great question. And also, if you have the answer, that would be awesome. Yes, so helpful. We don't know. It'd be so helpful. Um, uh, I think a random villager probably dies. Ooh. Like the, a lot of people, though, whatever right? The, well, yeah, like whatever the. I feel like there's probably a scene in the showing off like how powerful the sword is. Mm. Yeah, that's just like go through a village and kill a bunch of people. I think I remember that scene. I think right after Scamp steals the sword, um, she's like in a bar and there's like some creepers who are like, "Hey, we're brigands from the country. Either they're creeping on her because she's a girl, or they want to get that sword. Right? And maybe the sword's a metaphor for something. So either way, they're trying to get that lady. And she's like, "Fuck off." And they're like, no, really, hey, you. And then she, like, whoops everybody's ooh, ass. Ooh, Dan's uh, bet. Uh, who at the bar, Dan's bet, in that scene, somebody gets taken out with a gourd. Oh, nice. great bet. Yeah. Love it. I'll double Dan on that. Yeah. Cool. And I don't remember who's in the bar, but yeah, you're right. There's definitely a bar fight. Yeah, and just, like, flipping over yeah. tables and railings and stuff yeah. cool. with the important sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of? How many swords of importance do you think you're going to get? Oh, I love that. I want that to be the title of the Netflix <laughs> Sword of importance. I'm sorry. How can... many do you think you'll give it? Oh, that is a think... great question. Yeah. yeah, I really liked this movie. I remember really liking it. I love the soundtrack, obviously. Mm-hmm. Although I haven't heard it since I was a angsty college kid, so maybe now I'm just like, it's fine. Uh, anyway... <laughs> I love that your angst music was a cello. <laughs> <laughs> cello to a Chinese martial arts. I movie. had other angst music, guys. Okay. My angst was unique and not like anyone else's, I'm sure. sure. Yeah. Trent Reznor spoke directly <laughs> to you. <laughs> Through. Anyway, um, I'm going to say four so that I have the opportunity to give it a five. Oh, nice. But I'm going to go hard and think I'm still going to like it a lot. Cool. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to say four. Four and a half. Whoa. I don't remember anything. I really don't remember this movie at all, but based on movies that I do like, and now that I'm an adult and I can probably, like, read subtitles faster, (laughs) 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 Um, I think I'll really enjoy this movie. Also, it sounds like there's some really BA female characters that I'm excited about. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to double Dan on the four. For room to go to five. Right. I, it's, I think I really like this movie. Then, it's a kind of movie I really like now. Yeah. And I think it's like a, like, it's known that it's a good type of that movie. <laughs> uh, which is a martial arts movie. Uh, so yeah, four with the opportunity for a five. Wow. <laughs> Molly, uh... one? I'm going to give it a one? <laughs> No, Dan. I'm going to give it a three. Nice. With room for either direction. Right. And, yeah, and for room with the possibility, I haven't actually seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Place your bets now for when we come back. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet at us. Hashtag, have Molly seen that movie? It's <laughs> not a great one. It's Try again. Great. Take it again. Uh, hashtag... Crouchy and Molly hidden no scene? <laughs> what? That's better? That's no. <laughs> All right. It's your opportunity to create your own hashtag. Oh. Based around the idea, has Molly seen Crouchy You are holding the hashtag of importance. Oh, yeah. no. I do have a quick question. Okay. Uh, what is Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon? Oh, great question. That is a oh, question. it's a move. That's like your. Is it? I assume that's a move. 
Yeah, that's why I feel like she's being trained, right? She's be, she has to learn Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I feel like she already knows it. Okay. It's like within her. But yeah. Well, I think it's like a known thing. Okay. What's based... This movie is based on a book in a series of books. And I think all of the books have that title of like some kind of animal doing something, another animal doing something. Okay. Mm. But I don't know what they actually refer to. I don't know either. Fight move is a good bad. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I think that... that Sounds really, really right. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. But I'm going to be contrary and say it's never explained. Me too. Okay. Oh. Great. And with that, we're going to press pause. Uh, we're going to go watch the movie and we'll be right back. Um, 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 and we're back. We've just watched two hours of... Nope, hold on. Hold on. Let me get through the intro. All right. We've just watched uh, two hours of the most delightful uh, film, Whoa. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, uh, followed by Larry uh, going missing. We'll talk about that. Uh, followed by six days. And here we are. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry that I value my cat's life. Over recording our podcast. Dan's bet. Larry is a cat. Larry <laughs> is my cat. Maybe now the official cat of the podcast. Yes. Yeah. For sure. I'm sorry, Franklin. Uh, <laughs> stupid dumb cat is our... Jeez. <gasps> Larry is a nice boy. <laughs> <laughs> nice boys don't hide under the back deck expecting to be rescued. They do when they're afraid of the outside world. Oh, he's not afraid. He's descended from tigers. <laughs> If he wasn't afraid, why do I have a savage wound on my hand? How is your hand? Worried about it. It's it's fine now, six days later. I feel like, though, the savage wound just reinforces my tiger connection. Sure. He's a crouching tiger. Larry. He's orange (laughs) like a tiger. So, if it it wasn't clear from our incredibly tense conversation, (laughs) uh, after watching the movie uh, this time, we had an incredible. Uh, switcheroo of our usual routine in which a cat got out of the house that we recorded. Uh, so we had to delay the second half because there was a cat outside of the house yes. and one of our members of the show decided they would like to rescue that cat. Yes, it's me. I decided I wanted to rescue my own cat. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Thank you, Beth. The only thing is that now we're recording in the middle of the day and my pizza stomach is empty. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. We probably should have ordered pizza again. No, this will be a fun experiment. Like, we'll see, like, how many factors, like, how many factors actually have an effect on the second half of the yeah. show. So tweet at us, what would that Dano pizza record? Dan, okay, also, <laughs> oh. hashtag, there are outdoor cats for a reason. Even dumb cats know how to come home. Yeah, there are outdoor com. cats if you want their life expectancy to be two years instead of 15 to 20. Oh, oh. okay. I just want to say that growing up, we had a multitude of cats at any given time. When did they die? Between two and four. <laughs> and usually very late. Usually very day, late. In the day you no. got them. Right. Like at night. At dusk, no, the hunting times for coyotes. Even and... the dumbest, most... Incapable cats would sometimes go missing for up to a week at a time, and they would still come home and very proud of themselves. I'm pretty sure Larry could have handled one hour sitting under that porch thinking about what he did. I shall endeavor to harden my heart and stop caring about (laughs) the living things for which I am responsible for. That'll make you feel better. Well, I just hope our listeners are going to be okay that I have notes written down like, like Harry Potter at 15. 
Do we do we know what that means? No. I no. Mean, Six days ago, I knew what that meant. Did you? Yes. Sort of. No. I don't know. Actually, I think I do remember what I meant. Aha! Aha! Well, let's talk about this movie. Okay. Which has chat, chat. no tigers or dragons <laughs> in it. No. Oh, but I did some research about why it has those names. Oh, it's because you had time to do that research to time. improve the podcast. <laughs> uh, I still enjoy Crouching Tiger, Hidden Larry. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, uh, yes, that, uh, and we were totally wrong because uh, it was one. a it was a bet. That uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon referred to a move. Yeah. Mm, we uh, weren't all wrong. I didn't bet that. I bet it would not be referenced at all. Okay. I thought you were for sure saying that it was a move. I thought you said that seemed really good. I guess you're the one with the notes. No, my note says, scribble that looks like my name. Yeah. Yep. Never explain. Got it. Mm, okay. Awesome. Uh, well, it is apparently based on a, it's a very literal interpretation of a Chinese idiom. That basically means uh, talented or extraordinary people may be hidden from view. Okay. Ah. Uh, and then there's another, and this is all internet, so, you know. Look it up. Uh, well, look it up and then know that I looked it up, so who knows if it's real. Um, but that low uh, means little tiger and gen equals delicate dragon. And those mm. are the, that's the young couple. Uh, in the show, and both mm. of them have been hidden in one way or another. Right. So, yeah. like the character that is their name mm-hmm. is also yeah. Jen yes, is the scamp. Yep. Yes. Referred to the first half. Yes. Who turned out to be a scamp. Mm-hmm. Definite scamp. And Lo was the bumbler who was not a bumbler at no, all. Not at all. Like at all. No, he was very confident. He was kind of. He was still like a jokey character. Yeah. He was still comedic, but not in a bumbling way. Yeah. Like there's a point where he sneaks into Scant's bedroom, and like you would think, if he were the character we thought he was going to be, he would like trip over the window frame and like yeah. cause a bunch of clattering noises. Yeah. But no, he was just like, "I love you." And yeah. He was a very capable, independent warrior. Mm-hmm. He was it. feared by many. A dark cloud. Yeah. Samal, you, the four things you remembered about this movie mm-hmm. were that there was fighting on top of a tree. Yep. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. You had seen it. Oh, uh, <laughs> pretty you sure. Pretty sure. I have to say, here's here's the only reason. Okay, there were moments of the film that I was like, oh, yes, definitely I remember this. And a lot of others that were a stranger to me mm-hmm. uh, in a very Home Alone kind of way um, <laughs> that made me think maybe I haven't seen it. But what? Upon reflection for six days, um, what I realized is if I had seen this movie, I really feel like I would have connected emotionally to it and remembered that. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine that I was such a cold-hearted person that I would have been unaffected well, by this Maybe movie. you watched it like right after a friend's cat had gotten out. Well, and, <laughs> you know, I shut down my heart at that moment. Because you were is... like, why are we... Why do we care about anything that's alive yeah. other than me? <laughs> <laughs> um... I have never seen this movie. Really? Oh, really? No. I uh, I realized that as soon as we got to the scene where um, it was Lowe Lo was the young... Scamp. The bumbler. Yeah. The, bumbler. Oh, the bumbler. bumbler. No, Sorry. Who's the, who's the scamp? Jen. 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 So Jen is in like a restaurant and uh-huh. then she's being yeah. attacked by a bunch of different people. Yeah. I had seen from that point onward, oh. I've never seen anything oh. That's before. That's pretty deep. I think when yeah. we talked about that scene, we imagined it was immediately after stealing the sword, which is pretty early on. But this is after she steals the sword for a second Second time, yeah. <laughs> which is like 90 minutes in, maybe. Yeah. Um, and it, that from that scene forward are a lot of like really awesome um, fight scenes. Yeah. And I think... So my guess is that I was over at, like, uh, a family gathering, 
and my uncle who really loves movies was like you have to watch these scenes this part. Mm. so I, that is my guess on why i've seen that part of the movie and not the rest of the movie um, someone was like you have to watch these three fight sequences i was hoping it would turn out you were on the same flight that i was on oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really uh, i could feel the tension in the air <laughs> yeah. I would disagree that the, that there's not other scenes to see, but I guess you were under a time crunch in yeah. that s- possible scenario. The stuff, I think this, yeah, I feel like the stuff from the restaurant on, like, those are probably the most, like, visually interesting, like, fights. Yeah. But then, like, there are definitely some, like, B.A. fights earlier. The first uh, sword-stealing scene between uh, Michelle Yeoh yeah. and... Shu Yen and Shu Yen Jen. Jen is really great. Although I think in Chinese it's actually pronounced like Zhang or something, but they just like cut it down yeah, for <laughs> subtitles. That's the name where, like, usually I've been watching a lot of Chinese movies, and usually like I can pick out the name, I can hear the name as I read it, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, that's how you pronounce that. And for this one as well, like Li Mu Bai and, yeah. and Jen and Lo. I don't know, one of the names, either Jen or Michelle Yeoh's character, I was like, I have no idea how you make those Roman characters because the sound yeah, I'm hearing. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. But that fight was, I thought was great and yeah. that was the fight where I was like, oh yeah, this soundtrack is great because Dan had mentioned that in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably remember that because it's only been an hour since you heard us talk about that. Right. Maybe. Or maybe you took six days off. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's an experience you could have. Uh, but that was a scene where it was just like a lot of drumming yeah. and that fight scene was great. I really liked it. She just kept pulling her back down. Like, yeah. Jen keeps trying to, like, fly away with her magic flying. Yeah. Michelle Yeoh keeps just, like, grabbing her and then doing a lot of leg kicking stuff. Yeah, I didn't... I realized at that point, I realized how little I had appreciated the fight choreography when I first saw it. Like, I appreciated, like, kind of more of the stuff at the end, like, the pretty stuff. Because, like, the one I remember is just, like, the very, like, graceful, elegant one in the bamboo forest. Yeah. But, like... Some of the earlier fights are, like, actually really intense and super cool. And Michelle Yeoh is a badass in this movie. Yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, the fight choreographer for this is Wu Ping. Yen Wu Ping. Yen Wu Ping. Uh, Same. Who did The Matrix. The Matrix, yeah. He's, he's big news. He's, yeah. big, he's a big big boss. Or like that, uh, uh, the one where they attacked, they first attacked Jade Fox was super cool, where it was, like, three on one, and she was just wiping the floor with all of them. Oh, yeah. And she, like... Poor, oh, we haven't even talked about, uh, what's his name? Brother. Bo, Master Bo. Master Bo. Who's just oh, like, what do we call like the beat cop of the <laughs> yeah. of the movie? He is trying so hard. He's like the head of the guard, maybe? Yeah. For Master Tay's Tay. house, where yeah. the sword ends up. Anyway, he's just like, he keeps trying so hard, no. and he's just like not on the level of everybody else. Yeah. But his heart is so much there. Yeah. He is like he is like the beat cop. Like I know I, I said in the first half that like we move by and uh now I don't remember Shelly's character's name. But I said they were like both Batman. Yeah. And like Master Bo is totally just like a Gotham City police officer <laughs> who like happens to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, but is still like doing their job. Yeah. yeah. But suddenly it's like some crazy supervillain is trying to mess it up, but he's just like, uh alright and just you know, he serves and protects but he's so out of his element yeah and he does some good investigatorial work he does he tracks down some street performers which turn out to be undercover cops yeah trying to kill cave lady Jane oh, Fox. Which, which brings us back to another thing Molly thought was in this movie which was a cave yeah yes nailed it yeah, yeah. Well, two, caves. Yep, two caves two caves like the rapper 
<laughs> two, what? Two capes. Yeah, two capes. The, the two chains With joke. a Z. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, that took us off the rails. <laughs> uh, Molly, you also thought there would be a lady who is cool. Yeah. I would say there's multiple, multiple ladies. Many there are, cool. but the main lady was the coolest. So cool. Which one? You were thinking about Michelle Yeoh? Yes. Yeah. She was yeah. great. She was great. I was, um, I forgot about her character <laughs> because, you know what? I don't think I forgot about her character. I think because I saw only the last part of the movie, I thought, oh, you guys, I'm so bad at pronouncing her name. What it, the I scamp. can't remember her. Oh, it's Scamp. Just Scamp. It's okay, fine. I'll go with Scamp. So Scamp, in my head, is the hero of this story. Because oh. if you watch from that scene onward, she's um, she's the one who's like fighting off all the bad guys, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And then at the the ending is focused on her, really. Right. Yeah, um, so I, I had her as the uh, main female character. I guess there really are two main female characters. Or actually mm-hmm. multiple. There are many of them. Good job movie. <laughs> there um, are and it definitely passes the Bechdel-Wallace test oh, with oh, yeah. flying like colors. Crazy. Yeah. Which is incredible. But I, to get back to the like Harry Potter at 15 oh, yeah. uh, note, uh, it was in relation to the scamp because she gets so annoying and mean at certain parts of the mm-hmm. film. Her character arc definitely includes a very spoiled brat yeah. feeling to it, uh, which uh, creates chaos for people who are essentially trying to help her and yeah. save face uh, with her family. Um, and so it was kind of, for me, this really interesting moment where I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just like Harry Potter when he's 15. He's a real jerk. Like, it's hard to get through that book. I think it's around book five, something right yeah, around there. Sure. So when Cedric dies... Sorry, anyway. Spoilers. You know what? It's over, guys. That's book four. <laughs> it was a book four. Yeah. So and, then, and then he's dealing with it in book five. Oh, is that why he's so grumpy? Yeah. He's book so five, he's grumpy. grumpy. He's really it's hard like his, to like. He's like teen yeah. stage in right. that book. Yeah. But then. He's going through wizard puberty. Yeah. <laughs> Wizardy. Nope. I was going to go for it, but it's like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to work. But yeah, but at the end of the movie. Uh, technically, she gets everything she wants, and she decides to sacrifice it um, by uh, essentially jumping off a cliff and trying to have a faithful heart. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Which literally taking a leap of faith. My right? out of the blue bet of there would be jumping off a cliff and a poem about love. It's sort of there. It wasn't necessarily <laughs> about love, but about making your dreams come Yeah, it was more like yeah. a legend story. Yeah, like that a was, story. Yeah. It's a dark cloud, low... Bumbler guy yeah. uh, tells to Jen that if you jump off this cliff, all your wishes, and if you have a pure heart, mm-hmm. like that. all your wishes will come true. Yep. Faithful yeah. heart. Faithful heart. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, but that's such a dramatic shift in from going from being incredibly self-centered to not just wanting to apologize, but to like give herself up. Right? Yeah. I have to say, I had this moment about halfway through the movie where I was just like, oh, I never actually followed the plot of this movie before. <laughs> like, I had the general idea of, like, personalities, you know what I mean? Like, you're saying, like, I, like, I'd always picked up on, like, Scamp's, like, emotional journey, but, like, I had never apparently read the subtitles, like, with enough <laughs> attention to, like, actually process, like, how all the characters got to where they were. Like, how they all ended up in the same place. You know you what I mean? too emotionally distraught. But I'd seen the movie later. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I just never... I don't know. I think I, I process... I, all I remember before we saw it this time was, like, he was he gave the sword away. They stole the sword. And, like, that's it. I didn't remember why they cared 
or even like how much uh, Michelle Yeoh and Scamp like interacted with each other throughout the movie and how like there was this whole dynamic of like trying like Michelle Yeoh was like had knew it was her the whole time but was like trying to help her like keep her dignity and like keep her family name uh, honorable or whatever. Yeah, I had forgotten about that aspect as well and then watching it Again, I was like, oh, Michelle Yeoh is the best character in this. I mm. like her yeah. the most. And it's like almost her story, yeah. I feel like, the movie. Mm-hmm. She's the one who identifies the scamp right away and like is working both to, to like help everybody out. To yes. like mm-hmm. help the governor, whoever saved face, while also rescuing this girl. And she sees a potential and wants to like help her out and train her. Whereas Lee Mubai, Chang Fat's character, is good. I like him too, but he's pretty singular-minded of like, I gotta get the sword back. Oh, you! I gotta kill Cave Lady. I do this, and he's sort of like blind to other things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but he—he's—he's he's the one that wants to train Scamp. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eventually. And that's where the uh, I thought like that is something I never picked up on before. Like how much, uh, like how complicated their relationship is. Like Michelle Yeoh and Chiang Fat's characters, like I like I pick I remembered that they were like they'd always kind of like had feelings for each other and had traveled together or whatever like over the years, but like there's this amazing moment after he meets Scamp and is like you are really talented but dumb and you should get trained and there's this like again like Michelle Yeoh killing it where like he has his sword back and he's training in the courtyard with a sword and you can like see on her face how crestfallen she is that he's like getting back into it because the whole plan was like we're gonna give this sword away and then I'm gonna retire and then maybe we'll hang out like there's this very like <laughs> yeah they like, it took them the whole movie to actually like be blunt with each other yeah and there's like this incredible moment on her face where she's like watching him train with the sword and like realizes that he's, he's back getting back in, in the game yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was so bummed out for them oh man they've been in love for so long I know. I just pull the trigger there's so many moments where we're all watching this and we're just like, oh, yeah. do it. Yeah, like anytime they had like a, a significant look at each other and then they would like be like, and now we have to go do something important. They're just like, ah. Oh, there was one point where for no reason, like they finally like actually even make physical contact. Yes. Like he holds her hand to his face. It's incredible. We're all super excited. They're just about to, he's just about to say something, right? I think he's like, there's something I have to tell you. I mean, yeah. it's not this like soap opera it's, it's very soap opera. No, it's beautifully it's done. No, it is. It's, it's a beautifully, it is a beautifully presented story, but there is no subtlety to it at all. I felt like this was fairly subtle. Okay. <laughs> Certainly by soap opera standards. I doubt sure. whether you've seen them, if that's the comparison you're willing to. No, I'm just serious. Like, you guys, I spent a lot of time watching a lot of soap operas growing up in sure. Memphis, Tennessee, and I can tell you, they are not subtle, and they take forever. Although, I guess in that way. Anyway, the point is, they're just about to make their confession, and this dude walks in for no reason. I was like, your room is ready. Oh, yeah. Oh. That guy's the worst. He's, He's the, the villain of the movie. No, <laughs> that was pre-hand touch. That was when he first came to the to Sir Tay's house and but they were just like about to tell but he's you. totally about to be like let, I'm gonna retire and let's deal with you know let's yeah. deal with our feelings yeah it yeah. was You're correct. gonna be a come to Jesus moment yeah. in the yeah. parlance of the south mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not that any of them knew who Jesus was in that movie <laughs> come to Buddha mm. uh, they were Wudan Buddha could care less who it's hard to say <laughs> Yeah. They weren't Shaolin, which is definitely Buddha. Mm. I don't know enough about the Wudan fighters. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Tweet at us. Ooh. <laughs> Hashtag. What would that Wudan? What would that Wudan? <laughs> <laughs> A name who they would come to. Anyway. 
Anyway, uh, we guessed there would be an important sword that someone cared about. Yeah. Yes. Everybody yes. cared about it. Well, Everybody most people cared about it. The sword, the green sword of green destiny. Green destiny. Yeah. Green destiny. Yeah. Uh, it's an awesome sword that can yeah, defeat awesome. everything. Yeah. Um, and Li Bai wants to give it up so he can be in love, but then it gets taken. Yeah. Scamp. Speaking of giving up the sword, let's take a minute to appreciate Serte, because I feel like he was great. He was just this, like... He's your Commissioner Gordon, He right? is totally the Commissioner <laughs> Gordon, because he is just this, like... He was so... Like, nothing really phased him. You know what I mean? Like, there's this amazing moment where he's, like, standing there after Scam steals the sword a second time, and he's just, like... He is. He's just like, they take it, they give it back, they take it again. Like, he's just this, like, grizzled old veteran who's just like, how am I even involved in this? I expected him to drop a, I'm getting too old, right? shit type mm-hmm. line. But he also is, like, clearly uh, very wise and is sort of amused at Lee Mubai and Michelle Yeoh's character. God damn it, I don't remember her name now. Uh, like, their, like, weird tension, where he kind of, like, ribs her about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, he's the only direct person for a long time. Yeah, like, I think he even says, like, you guys need to just, like, put up or shut up, because mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. And he even, like, predicts it. He's like, oh, he's giving up his sword, so you guys are gonna get together? Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't know about that. He's like, well, see how he talks to you next time. He's got <laughs> something to tell you, I bet. Right. And then so he tries to, right? Uh, and then your bellhop is ready. The evil bellhop. Who but, cares? Ooh, but do you think Serte was like up at the bounty? He's like, hey, this will be hilarious. Go, <laughs> <laughs> Go tell him his room is ready. Just it. <laughs> I mean, and I just want to say, if your room is ready, that's fine. You could say, thank you, I'll be right there. But maybe, maybe there's like a weird cultural thing of hospitality where it's just like, oh, let me show you. You know what I mean? Like maybe there's a thing in that culture where it's like, I have prepared a room for you. Oh, let me go appreciate it right now. Maybe that's like a... Even not like, once like, he was probably nervous about yeah. saying something to the lady who's right. been crest, uh, um, in love with for, crushing, on. crushing on for so long. Yeah. And then to have that moment broken up. Yeah. He just chickened out. Right. He's a mighty warrior, but also a coward when it oh. comes to love. Oh. Mm-hmm. Totally. That's a quote from the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just don't want people to think like you were... Having an original thought? No. <laughs> <laughs> we were judgmental about... Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that'd be a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we bet that the soundtrack won an Oscar... Anybody look into that? Uh, I, this film did win for original score, oh, also art direction, foreign language film, and cinematography. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It, it got them statues. I was yeah. like, I looked this up last, whatever, uh-huh. and then Molly wrote it down. Yeah. yeah. Molly wrote I it accept down. all of those wins. And the soundtrack was great. I didn't, I don't know if I even thought about it the first time I watched it, but yeah. after Dan had mentioned how obsessed he was uh, in high school or whenever, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's great. It's really. It's cool. The just the like drumming stuff we already talked about in that one fight it really builds tension and then there's I don't know it, it matches this movie really well of being really beautiful with landscapes mm-hmm. and stuff um, I think well and it also was the highest grossing foreign language film when it came out hmm. uh, over uh, did better than Beautiful Life was that the one that was so sad 
Yeah, that Italian one about the Holocaust? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, which had been uh, the highest grossing foreign language film up to that point. But hmm. what's interesting is it did beautifully in the Western world. Uh, but in China, people really did not care for this film. Huh. Even though it has right. a lot of elements that you would think, uh, including incredibly famous, awesome actors and director. But the theory is, is it has a very Western kind of idea about valuing romantic love yeah. over... Oh. Um, more foundational beliefs. And it, it really is. It, it's yeah. pretty hard. Like, I also read that, like, a lot of people, a lot of uh, Chinese viewers were, like, grumpy because none of the main actors, like, speak Mandarin. Mm. Like, that's that's not their first... Oh. Uh, so, like, all of their accents are apparently all over... Like, not that we would know, but apparently <laughs> all of their accents are all over the place. Because, oh, like, Chai and Fat, I think... He's a Hong Kong dude, so yeah. we speak Cantonese. Cantonese, and like Michelle Yeoh is from somewhere, and <laughs> but like none of them, like none of them were raised speaking like mm-hmm. natural natural Mandarin. So like mm-hmm. it all all of their accents, none of their accents are the same, and none of them are correct. Apparently, oh. so I like apparently turned off a bunch of people. Oh, Just like that's so, yeah. So yeah. maybe it wasn't the whole philosophical piece. I think it was both. Maybe. I don't know. I don't yeah. trust the internet. Well, there's a double-edged sword uh, of destiny. Uh, that was a cool sword. <laughs> yeah. uh, we bet that there would be a lady fight in a courtyard, baby inside. Nailed I think we were it. talking about that one in the... It's not really a dojo. She ran a... Like, like a, a security company. Security firm. Ancient Chinese security firm. She was like... Um, what was that one that we all hated back in the early 2000s? Freaky Friday. Black something. City Slickers? No, the security contractor in Iraq. Uh, Black Hawk Down? Nope. Blackwater? Three Kings? Was it Blackwater? Is that a movie? I think Blackwater. She, like, is like Blackwater. Not a movie, an actual thing. Yeah. Are you talking about a real thing, not a movie? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to equate what she did as a business. Yeah. Like, she was like a security company. Like, she trained a bunch of people with her awesome skills to basically, like, protect goods as they traveled across the country. Yeah. But that is one of the most BA lines there is, is leave us and close the doors. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when Scamp shows up with the Sword of Destiny, it's like, I'm gonna... I don't even know why she shows up there. Because she was, like... She was hoping that she would help her. Oh, yeah. Because, remember, earlier she was like, now we'll be like sisters. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And then oh, she was like... Rat. You're the only one who knows who I am. Like, she basically was like, you're the only one who maybe can help me. But then Michelle Yeoh was like, you need to get your shit together. Yeah. And then she went into one of her little petulant modes. Yeah. And like, screw you. you I'm the best. Yeah. And then they fought. They fought. Because yeah. Michelle Yeoh was like, prove it. And it was awesome. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh uses every single weapon yes. in there because she's got amazing martial skills. But the Sword of Destiny can break any weapon. I did see that scene. Cool. I see that scene. <laughs> That's, um, I feel like, one of the most... I wonder if I watched iconic. that one. We fast-forwarded to the one in the restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the one that I thought was inside. The, oh. When I bet that there was a fight inside, it was right. the one in the restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah. We were talking about different fights. Yes. I still don't know if that's inside or outside. I think it's an outside courtyard, but we never see high enough right. to know. It could just be a high-ceilinged room. Well, the reason yeah. the, I think it has a ceiling is because... That takes away the advantage that uh, Lo had had up to that point. No, sorry, Jen had had up to that point, fly right? Because she could always fly could away, right? And that was the main so thing. So could Michelle Yeoh, though. She could, but it seemed like in that first fight scene where they interact, that was her uh, Jen's instinct was to get up high. Right. And I think it's because she was trying to escape with the sword. 
I know. I get that. I guess I'm just saying strategically, if you're choreographing it, mm -hmm. that's a big deal is to restrict her movement. That's how you kind of even out the sword versus, sure. yeah. right? Because that's, that's really where she did her best is when she was... All over the place. Yeah. 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 And there's a good uh, little comedy, physical comedy moment in that fight where, like, uh, Scamp has busted up a bunch of weapons and then Michelle Yeoh grabs, like, this huge... Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Star Trek... When he, when Kirk has to fight uh, <laughs> Spock looking thing, yeah, but with a huge weight on the end and like tries to come at it and then like kind of falls over because it's too heavy to yeah. lift, yeah. And they both share a little like, "Ooh, that was funny." Yeah, it was good. I chuckled. I did too. It worked. Yeah, that fight's uh, great. But then it was ended up being totally ba because Michelle is the best, and she mm -hmm. ended up beating her and putting a broken sword to her throat. Mm -hmm. which oh yeah, wicked cool. Yeah. But then Scamp was like, oh, you don't have the guts to kill me, and so still got away, right? Well, what happened is Michelle Yeoh was, again, like, get your shit together. Yeah. And then Scamp was like, screw you, I'm a teen, and then cut her arm. Oh, yeah. Because she is not honorable. No. Yeah. Uh, and then I think she jumped away. Or maybe, oh, no. I think of that. I don't remember. Now I don't remember when the bar happened and when the courtyard happened. The bar is toward the end. But yeah. isn't that... It's like the bar... Oh, I think the bar is before. before. Isn't because isn't that why she came to Michelle Yeoh? Yeah, because she'd already beaten everybody up. And yeah. And was running out of things to do. <laughs> oh, so it was that, and then it was the courtyard, and then it's the trees? Yeah, the trees yeah. is definitely the end. Okay, that's those were right. the three fights. Because he... Because, yeah, because okay. she's like being a jerk, and then Lee Mubai shows up. It's like, hey, quit being a jerk. And then she runs away to the bamboo oh, forest. Oh, yeah, Lee Mubai shows up. And that's then true. he chases her into the bamboo forest. And is like also badass in yeah. like a very stately monk way. Yeah, he's a Wudan monk. Yes. Uh, that bar scene, we bet someone whoop ass. It did. Uh huh. Um, we doubled Dan on a gourd. <laughs> Incorrect. One. No, it didn't happen. There I, was a weapon that looked like it had a gourd on the end. I think of that's it. what you were thinking of. Was <laughs> that weird thing with like yeah the weird little like bumpy on the end, and he had two of them. Yeah, there was like uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. were in there, and one of them had like gourd hammers. Yeah, I loved that scene because I loved like how all of them like I love how it was presented as if like that restaurant bar in thing was like where every legendary story like that was the hub because they all introduced themselves like these were like major protagonists in another story all oh, right yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like they all had like cool names and like distinctive weapons so i love the idea of like all of this all of these various legends always end up meeting or like hanging out at that inn sometimes yeah and they all came and challenged her and she was real bratty yeah mm -hmm. but also whooped their asses yeah like she kind of you yeah. know earned yeah. it in a way I love the end part of that scene when they just like pan out and show what the restaurant looks like and then the staircase falls. Yeah, and she like sits back down to like finish her tea or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's, it's like classic. It's yeah. classic <laughs> shot. Classic shot. Yeah. Um we bet there would be heartbreaking love. Oh. True story. True Jeez. story. The most heartbreaking. Uh, both love stories are pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. I think we've covered uh, Chai Fat Michelle Yeoh pretty well. I mean, other than the fact that Up he... to the point where Chai Fat dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and right before he dies, he professes his love for her. Oh, yeah. That was like... Ugh. Literally with his last breath. Yeah, like yeah. she said, like, use it to meditate. I do, like, you've been trained and, like, you know, ascend to nirvana or whatever. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm going to use it to tell you that I've loved you for a long time. 
And he says something. Like, I'd rather be a silent ghost next to your side. Oh. Uh. He, he literally says ghost drifting. Yes. Can we talk about drifting ghosts? Uh, in the first half? Uh, yeah, oh. I can't remember. I know that we talked about drifting ghosts in Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we, I think we, I think Molly referenced it in the first half. Okay. So we're okay. saying Lee Mubai was the original drift ghost. Yeah. And then he, like, eventually <laughs> made it to Japan and trained other drift yes. ghosts. I mean, we recognize we're a culturally sensitive podcast, and we know that China and Japan are two <laughs> different countries, obviously. Uh, much of Japan's culture is influenced by China, right. if you go back far enough. And if you're a drifting ghost, you're probably going to eventually drift across <laughs> the sea <laughs> and into Japan. Yeah. I mean, and into how a often car. do you just hear the phrase drift ghost, right. though? I mean, yeah. that's really the thing a, that's yeah, standing out important. to me. So this is a prequel to Tokyo Drift. <laughs> to all the entire yeah. Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Lee Mubai is their present being a drifting ghost. Uh, Presumably next to Michelle Yeoh. Are they both drift ghosts by the time we get to... I don't know. Monday? We don't know how she dies. Oh, Check I it out on Netflix. Netflix. Maybe. Maybe. I yeah. don't know. Well, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, it's horrible and heartbreaking. <laughs> and then Michelle Yeoh again nails it because then she's like crying on his corpse. <sighs> and it's like the first time that she's really broken too because like they're both incredibly like poised. Mm-hmm. Like they're both, though their characters, the whole idea is that they're like incredibly well-trained warriors and like are incredibly good at like controlling their emotions and you know and then she just loses it it's so oh. heartbreaking oh, so sad but the other heartbreaking love story is uh the scamp wait can we just talk about though that this moment happens and it's so heartbreaking and the scamp shows up with her medicine like a dollar short and a day late yep. yeah oh yeah it's bad and then uh michelle Yeoh's character swings the sword at her neck and stops right before and mm-hmm. then walks away. Like, I just spared your life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, BTW, you're the worst. I could kill you. Yeah. yeah. But I'm and not going to. Yeah. yeah. But I'm better than that. See oh. me if you want a job. <laughs> I had a pretty, maybe not that. <laughs> no, right. she's like, get your ass to Wood on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your lover is your there. Your lover is there. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. And she's mm-hmm. like, hey, but you guys can be in love. Yeah, you I have can't a chance. Have it. Yeah. Don't screw this up, dummy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the what movie do we have that's a get your ass to? Oh, Total Recall. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Wudan. <laughs> yeah, get your ass to Wudan. <laughs> Wudan Mountain. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So Scamp and Bumbler, who's not a Bumbler, um, he he doesn't kidnap her. He raids her caravan because yeah. he's in a, he's a, oh much earlier in the movie when they yeah. first meet. Yeah. This is like a, a flashback. flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he raids her caravan and, like, steals her comb because he's a lovable rogue. Yeah. He's such a charming rogue. Right? He's <laughs> some dark cloud. Um, and then she's like, that's my comb, give it back, and, like, chases him across the beautiful desert. Yeah. Oh, we haven't really talked about the landscape shots oh. that oh Beth God. kept Gross. barking at. Yeah. Everything like, in this movie is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> like, every establishing shot is like, oh, I get it. China's the most beautiful place in the yeah. world. Shut it's up. like, everything's green and the water's so clear There's, and like, blue beautiful clouds, and, like, like, enveloping yeah. the tops of mountains. Yeah. And, just, oh, man. and even, like, the desert that they're in. Yeah. Um, so she chases him for, like, a thousand years. Yeah. She is so determined. And he's, yeah. like, just joking the whole time because he knows he's Dark Cloud. Right. But and he doesn't realize... And he's sort of, like, learning as they go how determined he is. Because, like, we learned earlier that Scamp has been training with Jade Fox for, yeah. like, since she was 10. Who's Cave Lady. Who's Cave Lady. Mm-hmm. And who was, wanted to be a Wudan fighter, but they were like, no ladies. So then she said, fuck you, killed Chow Yun-Fat's master and stole the documentation that, yeah. like, teaches you how to do it. The manual, but she didn't fully understand it. Right. Uh, but Jen did, and yeah. Jen didn't share that knowledge. So oh. she was just betraying people right left, and left. Yeah, just oh. She's the worst. 
Um, so he chases her all the way back to his cave. Yeah. Uh, the moment I like that Chase is like, we need to stop. Your horse is probably thirsty. Yeah. Like, he totally, like, doesn't care yeah. that she's chasing him. Uh, and they're just flirting the we whole time. I assume the poor horse dies, though. Um, we just all of a sudden what? don't see that horse. Later. That's a different horse. What? That's when she tries to leave. Oh, jeez. That horse definitely dies. Though. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they spend some time in the cave, hating each other slash falling in love. Yeah. Um, there's no misconduct on Lowe's part, right? He's, no. a, he's a gentleman throughout. Yeah. And she, like, hits him in the head with a rock a couple times. Yeah. He, yeah. like, gives her rabbits and stuff or yeah. whatever. And then he, like, what? even, like, draws her a bath. Yeah. Oh, food. Okay. And, like, draws her a bath. He's like, I'm going to leave the cave and I'm going to sing so you know I'm not in the cave. So I'm not going to look at your nudity. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm a gentleman. He's building trust. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fall in love. She leaves because the governor is going to kill everybody if she stays. Yeah. Yeah, he essentially has to ask her yeah. to leave. Yeah. But then he comes back later in the movie, like, I found you again. Now we can be in love. And she's like, no, get out of here. I'm yeah. a jerk. I'm being married off <laughs> to a guy. So he finds the Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, he, like, does some big display of, like, I love you, like, fights her entire guard. Yeah. yeah. It's like, she's in, like, a parade. Yeah. Like, it's hey, the... the uh, wedding. Yeah. She's, she's like, like the uh, Prince Ali that does he, Ali Babo. Yeah. Um, and then he jumps in on a horse. Yeah. And... Then... Like throws a dart at her, yeah, which I didn't understand dart. that part. I'm not really sure. He's like, ah, I love you, but also dart. <laughs> I don't know. I expect there to be like a note on it, right? But then he also like yells, like, "Meet me, me, me at this place." Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't get that dart either. Then there's this incredible uh, moment after that where uh, Michelle Yeoh and oh gosh, anyway, the characters that I like. <laughs> Shining Fat? Yes, Shining Fat, uh, where they confront him, and they have this beautiful uh, Mulder Scully kind of (laughs) moment, like X-Files moment, where uh, Chow Young Fat is focused on exactly the wrong thing. Uh, and Michelle Yeoh just cuts right to the heart of it. I can't yeah. remember what exactly the exchange was. Yeah, but I'm it's trying to remember what. Yeah, he thinks his motive. Like, she works oh, for Cave Lady. Like Chow Young Fat is like did. trying to get details, and she's like, "Get out of here! Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna kill you." Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, she was the one who was like, "Go hide." Yeah, yeah. and she'll we'll deal with it. We'll f- figure it out for you, and she'll yeah. come find you if she wants to. Yeah. So they send him to Udon. Be like, "Go." Here's a note. You'll be safe there, yeah. and we'll send Scamp there so you guys can be in love. Or whatever. I don't think it was that cut and dry. I feel like Michelle Yeoh is like, we'll do what we can. Yeah. She might say no. Yeah. <laughs> you know how she is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's sort of the epilogue of the movie. She ends up going there, and Lo is so excited to see her, and then she jumps off the cliff, I yeah. think. Like, I don't. I still don't 100 percent understand why she does it. Is she just like uh, like filled with grief yeah, over getting everybody she, killed? Yeah, because she basically has come to see the error of her ways in multiple instant aspects of her life. Because like the reason any the reason everybody like Giant Fat dies because Jade Fox was trying to kill her because Jade Fox was pissed at her for never teaching her all the secrets from the Wu Dan thing that she had figured out. Yeah, so she had already been betraying her because she was. A self-centered uh, scamp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she also like realized that like Michelle Yeoh was trying to help her the whole time. It was like her the only friend she really had, and now she's ruined her life mm-hmm. because Giant Fat got killed because of her. Yeah. Uh, and she'd been very unfair to Low. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's got to go live on a mountain because everybody's mm-hmm. trying to kill him because he just wanted to 
them to be together in a cave in the desert. Yeah. And, like, well, and she... I mean, pretty much everyone in her life got, in some way, screwed. Some more oh, fatally than others. Her like, she family. dishonored her family. She could never go back to her family. Because she literally abandoned her husband on their wedding night. Like, she wasn't in the chamber when he showed up. Yeah. Because she had stolen the green destiny and, let, and bugged off again. Uh, yeah. So I think she's just feeling bad about her life choices. All right. But he wanted some redemption. Also, he tells her that story about yeah. um, the man who he jumps off the cliff. To, like, save his family, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, instead of falling to the ground, he flies off and is never harmed. Yeah. And, like, goes to... He just flies forever. Yeah, flies, flies up to heaven, they say. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, so, oh I was going to say, but it's kind of like a... Um, Inception type moment where like the end of Inception, the top just yeah. keeps spinning. You don't know if it stops or falls. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the same sort of thing where like she falls off the mountain and you kind of see her flying, but then um, then it cuts to the clouds and you don't see her anymore. So it's like, did she fall to her death right. or did mm-hmm. she keep flying yeah. off? Into I think it? it's an intentionally ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. for sure. I, yeah, that's what Beth was saying. Yeah, it's intentionally ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm agreeing. Okay, cool. I'm also agreeing. With I agree. I agree with myself. Sam? Uh, yeah, sounds good. Great. <laughs> we all agree. Um, we bet who would die. Uh, oh, we got this so wrong. So we didn't wrong. do great. So no one wrong. thought Chai Fight would die. We thought Michelle Yo, yeah. Molly and Beth yeah, thought you guys Michelle Yo no would be idea. the ones that died. Dan excused himself since he had seen the last half mm. while yeah. under heartbreak. Yes. Um, <laughs> Molly and Beth thought Michelle Yo would die. Did not happen. Wrong. And Chai Fuck would not die. Did Wrong. happen. Dan, me, and Beth voted Cave Lady would die. Yes, true. true. She yeah. dies. It's pretty BA death. Yeah, she like is. shoots a thousand needles at Chai Fat and he's like blocks them like a BA yeah. Green Destiny all but one. Yep. Um, and then she jumps out of the sword and he like twists her sword so it shoots back at her and yeah. shards and hits her eye or something. It like, goes everything. all over the place. Yeah, it yeah. looks very Matrixy. Like does, everything, yeah. like she basically gets the, like the whatever era China equivalent of like a machine gun. Yeah. Because she gets like multiple pieces of shrapnel just yeah. like shot back into her body and it's real harsh. Yeah. And then Chinese fat like stabs her in the heart or something. Yeah. Like just to finish off. Ooh, none of us thought the scamp would die. Ugh. And Nailed maybe it. she didn't, but maybe she <laughs> Oh, did. wait. Well, but isn't she in the new the new one? I don't know. Oh. We don't know. Michelle Yeoh is, Michelle for sure. Michelle Yeoh is, and Donnie Yuen, who's great, but not in the first movie. Oh, okay. Um, so it's maybe, but, but we also voted that all of us thought the cave lady would kill Lo as well. Oh, gosh. And he was fine. So we kind of reversed of the two couples. Yeah. We had both backwards. Yeah. You know? So we should definitely get points for that. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll put that in the scorebook. We missed that. Yeah, I I have to watch House of Flying Daggers again because uh, the star of that movie is the same actress who plays Scamp. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was getting those two stories confused. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's the one where she's being trained. I wanna, <laughs> and I think she's blind. Oh, yeah. I know. I, don't I remember, remember very little about that movie, other than it looked awesome. Oh, oh. it's beautiful. But I don't think we've, other than Beth and I, maybe we were the only people have seen it. Correct. Oh, well, you know what? It's possible. I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, maybe that'll happen on a future episode. Sure. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, this says, "To hurt Molly, bet 
won't feel long. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Wait, say that again? Wait. Two hour. maybe hurt. Oh, two hour oh, plus. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I remember. You bet it would be two hours plus, but it wouldn't feel quite that long. Yes. But it would feel long. Yes. I was <laughs> nailed it. You nailed yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> it felt I, long, I but agree. not two hours long. It was, yep. it was two hours long. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel too long, but it did feel a little long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, I can get up over that. I would yeah. also go out, get up over that. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't, for me, it didn't feel long in a bad way. Mm. Yeah, it felt like an epic. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which exactly. Kind of is, yeah. An epic love story. Ah. Ah. Like Freaky Friday felt long. Yes. Oh, and Even that movie was, was like probably not that long. Yeah. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> that movie forever will be the worst movie. <laughs> Uh, we also bet that uh, there would be some other villager deaths. I don't well, There was remember. kind of, well, I guess not deaths. Well, those poor two that were trying to confront uh, Jade. Fox. Fox. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah the undercover the cop. They definitely. Daughter. Yeah, he yeah. died. She did not. Right. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't that scene, though, where, like, the... The bad guy runs to town and, like, kills a bunch of people. Oh, that's right. We thought whoever stole the sword would, like, have a field day and show the power of the sword by right. taking out a bunch of civilians. But what really happened is Scamp uses it at a bar yeah. and demonstrates it. With but, like, people. during when she steals the sword, like, a bunch of people are around, like, looking for her. But mm-hmm. no one actually confronts her except for Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. 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 So eh, I think we didn't. Quite. Can we take a brief detour and ask a "Did they bang?" question? Oh, absolutely. There's a moment where uh, after they've confronted Jade Fox, yeah. and it's BA and Master Bo is so out of his out, like he is just like drowning in BA. Like he's doing great. Like he clearly has some skill. Yeah. But oh boy. Uh, and after the lady's daughter dies, or no, after the lady's dad dies, Master Bo is standing guard at their house. And she comes out, oh. and like, very, like, quietly is just like, you should come inside, you know. And he's, he's like, I'm standing guard. Or whatever. And she's like, we can protect each other inside. Mm. And then he ends up going inside. And oh. I wonder if that was, like, a did-they-bang moment. I'm going to say no, only because her father had just died. <laughs> sure, but. But maybe there was some, like, cuddling. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think in an uncharacteristic move, uncharacteristic move for me, I'm also going to say no. Okay. Um, I think both her father just died. Yeah, she's probably not in the mood. Yeah, but also Master Bo seems like a guy who would uh, be into doing the right thing, even to the point of like not banging. Yeah, even if like she was she wants to bang. Yeah, um, and he was like, "No, I have to keep guard." Right. And so yeah. I also feel like he could be convinced pretty easily, though. <laughs> I think if the game were, uh, did they eventually bang, uh-huh. I would be on board. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I don't think they did right then. Okay. But there is a certain, there is a, a beautiful tension of that. She offers twice and pretty forcefully of like, and some of it is, don't be an idiot. Like, yeah. standing guard outside, she's she's not coming for yeah. us right now. And yeah, if she does, you can't do shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I felt like it was more of an indicator that they would find each other eventually. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. How about you, Dan? Uh, sure. Yeah, Dan. They did bang? No, I mean that all of your arguments are sound. <laughs> so we're all, ooh, unanimous. No, they didn't bang at that moment. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would accept that they did, but you guys make a good case. I want to propose another did they bang. Okay. Uh, flew by and 
Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. They have the opportunity after, I feel like they're traveling somewhere, right? And they're like having tea in that little picturesque Mm -hmm. cafe or whatever. And like they admit to each other that they love each other. Yeah. And then there's like, I feel like they banged after that. (laughs) What? I almost wonder if they banged years ago, like once, and then were like, like they felt so guilty about it. You know what I mean? Like after, like in in like whatever, because they've been traveling around for a long time together. Like they've gotten to a bunch of, they've had a bunch of adventures together. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if like at one point, or maybe there was like some gentle kissing or something, <laughs> where they were just like, ooh, and then they like slept on opposite sides of the mountain for that night or something. I feel like right before he don't they kiss right before he they kiss. Right at the end. Like I think she dying. kisses him right as he... is dying. Yeah. Yes. I just feel like that is the first time yeah. that they've ever kissed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, they... Like, that kiss meant so much that he for forewent. Is that the word? Maybe. For, What's the rest of the Yeah, because forego would be the... Ooh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. He decided for, to forego. <laughs> he decided sure. to forego going to heaven or mm-hmm. what... Meditating yeah. for... Yeah, meditating. Sort of, yeah. In order to like kiss her, yeah. essentially. Maybe that's because they banged earlier. No. Maybe. I'm with Beth on this. I just feel like. Yeah, all right. For how storytelling goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. That kiss has to have a lot of importance. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm saying you can still have an important kiss after you've already banged. That's true. <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> I mean, the kiss of importance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, Dark Cloud and Scamp definitely banged. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they sure. made that up. I they mean, banged a lot. In the... <laughs> what else are you going to do in that cave? Yeah. Your horses are dead? I'm going to argue that they didn't. <laughs> really? We see, like, third base. <laughs> like, it's, we see it happen. Yeah. Yeah, but... Or second base, depending on how you count bases. Sure. No, they totally banged. The, one thing, the other thing I want to talk about yeah. that I still, like, don't know how I feel about is Jade... Um, Jade Fox, the cave lady, is, I feel like, not a fully evil character. No. Like, there's some... Mm-hmm. You feel bad for her to a degree because yeah. she's fighting the patriarchy. She's totally yeah. fighting the patriarchy. I um, just was going to bring that up. And she's, like, presumably at Wudan being cool and, like, banging the master. Yeah. Um, it's like, hey, I'm awesome. You should train me. And he's like, no, you're a woman. Yeah. And then she, like, kills him, which is... You know, harsh. Yeah. Uh, steals the manual, but, like, that's shitty. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, that to just be like, oh, no, you can, we can bang, but we can't train yeah. you. Yeah. It's lame. It's a bummer. And you, I guess you kind of wonder if she had a lot of natural talent or not. Not that it matters, mm-hmm. but that she couldn't interpret the manual. I couldn't understand if that was a, a learning a, a literal learning or a, a more intuitive, intuitive uh, interpretation. I think she was illiterate. Too. Was the problem? Yeah, oh. so she couldn't decipher she, the symbol or yeah. something. So oh. I thought she just was too dumb. Oh no! Well, but she trained Scamp, so it must have had some elements that were apparent. Right. I think she said she looked at the pictures. Right. So presumably there was the symbols oh. being like yeah. So she was characters. illiterate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bomber Town, man. I feel bad for Jade Fox. Yeah, right. I wonder how, like, in this movie, she's pretty evil. Like, yeah. full of rage yeah. and spite. Yeah. Um, but I, how was she right. before? It's like the Ursula Was she question. like a young scamp? Oh. Yes, I think so. Because there's definite parallels there. Because, like, that is why scamp is so 
unwilling to put her trust in Lee Mubai because mm-hmm. she spent her entire training being told by Jade Fox like fuck those Wudan monks yeah. they are assholes they will take advantage of you and they will not teach you shit so when he is like you need training she understandably is like go screw yourself mm-hmm. but now Lee Mubai is ready to uh, you know fix the mistakes of his master Indeed. and like train this woman who mm-hmm. has potential mm-hmm. she turns him down yeah, because I think she, I think Michelle Yeoh even said something like that. It's like the Wu Dan won't accept her, and he was like, "Well, maybe they should." Yeah, and yeah. I will convince them to do that. I'm Li Mu Bai. The Green Sword of Destiny. Yeah. So the real bad guys in this movie are uh, Ego mm-hmm. and the Patriot. All men. Yes. And the bellboy. Oh yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> the bellboy. Well, that's both. Yeah, right? He's an yeah. ego-filled patriarchy. He's an ego-filled yeah. patriarch who's like, I can just interrupt whenever I want. <laughs> I don't have to pay attention to human yeah. dynamics. I'm doing my job. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Right. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of my really awesome tiger and... Dragon. Uh, dragon. Yeah. We'll put it on the newsletter. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So before we uh, go over how we felt about this movie, personally, mm-hmm. we review our ratings. We like to read your ratings of us. Uh, if you submit a five-star review mm-hmm. to iTunes or somewhere else and tell us about it, yeah. since we don't check anywhere else besides iTunes, uh, we'll read it on the podcast. Uh, and we do have one more. What? So, fingers crossed you put one in before next month. <laughs> It was a close call. It was a close call. This one was not in when we recorded six days ago. (laughs) Good thing Dan wanted to save his cat, or we wouldn't have been able to get this review on the podcast. I think Larry was doing us a favor. You think Larry wrote the review? Probably. Oh, cool. (laughs) Uh, So we read it in uh, an accent uh, from the movie we watched. Mm. Which we will not from this one. (laughs) Could be highly problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone wants to try a bad Mandarin accent, uh, since apparently that's what they all have. Right. Probably don't do that. Yeah. Or Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll probably go with Nick Cage. I guess. <laughs> Come on, Dan. If only we'd listened to the English dub version, and then we oh. could have done, like, oh. random guy playing yeah. Lee Mubai. We started very briefly in dub. Ooh, it was uncomfortable yeah. to suddenly hear, like, oh, Lee Mubai is coming to this. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Uh, all right. Which one am I looking at? Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is from Carlito029. Subject Nostalgia plus sign playful banter equals fun. This podcast is long, making it perfect for train rides. Car rides, or for listening at work. It's helped me remember why I loved certain movies growing up, and has inspired me to rematch them as an adult. Probably mean rewatch, but <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Write your review however you want. <laughs> My only gripe is that this podcast doesn't come with a pizza to join in on the fun. End of review. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. pizza, really? Oh. Yeah, great oh. review. Larry. I wish we could send pizzas out to everyone who listens. Oh, that would be great. 
Okay. Now Leave us your five-star review, and we will send you a pizza, maybe. If we can, we can what? probably do that. Because every place has a pizza delivery. We could just call it the pizza delivery people. Oh, that sounds hard. <laughs> can I oh, just... You're a judge of that. Yeah. Can I just say, for the record, that it was really hard to wrap my brain around talking like Nick Cage, because I still have Nick Cage as Mobile, Alabama guy Oh, that would have been head. a great version of Nick Cage. Oh. We just did that in the last episode, though. Yeah. Well, who cares? Well, oh, I'm sorry. I already ate a bunch of candy. Uh, I can't eat anymore. No. All right. Someone's talking up their Nick Cage impression. (laughs) Well, no, not mine. Oh, I did it. (laughs) Oh, I forgot. It was really great, though. Go back and listen to it if you haven't. I do feel like we put a lot of these up, Dan, and maybe we all we need to come up with our own. Yeah. Nick Cage. What, or... what impressions are we good at? Yeah. Oh, maybe you could do your Catherine Hepburn. Beth. I can't really do a Catherine Hepburn. But like fun. Like fun. Like fun. Yeah. Well, you could tweet at us. Hashtag. What that accent? Yeah. Oh. Uh, maybe not that, accent. What that dialect? What that impression? impression. There you go. Hey. Yeah. What that impression? Uh, and then also another hashtag with Dan, Molly, or Beth, or me. Or you. You've already got your Nick Cage. I know, but I, we can have a... I don't know. Okay, sure. Why ha, Why can't you have more than one kind of candy, right, Mom? Yeah. Because yeah. your stomach hurts. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know. All right. Um, if, you, if you feel like that we would be ex- especially good at one. Sure. I mean, you've maybe. listened to us talk more than we listen to us talk. Yeah. So. Because we don't listen to the episode. Yeah. I plug my ears the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Plug it with pizza. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Pepperoni in each ear. Anyway, we also reviewed this movie prior to watching it. Yes. Uh, Dan, you thought you gave it a four because you wanted to allow yourself some room to grow and maybe <laughs> give it a five. Uh, okay. Four important swords, I should say. No, swords, swords of importance. Swords of importance, please. Excuse me, excuse me. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You've had six days to think about it. I know, <laughs> and that's why this is hard. Because you know, I had an immediate response to the movie, and now I have to, you know, mull it over. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to be skipped and come back to? No, no, I can do this. Um, I think I'm going to stick to four. Mm. I think it was really good. Uh, but I also. Feel like, like if it wasn't so pretty and had a bunch of like cool stuff to it, the way it's presented might have gotten on my nerves a little more. Because it is very much because it's like presented as just like yeah, like an epic tale. There's like I said, well, like I tried to say, but Molly shot me down. There's not a lot of room for subtlety <laughs> in the story, <laughs> and like there are certain points where it's just like yeah, we get it. You know what I mean? Like, some of the dialogue, you're kind of like, I got it. You don't have to keep going. Sure. Uh, so there were a couple of moments where I'm just kind of like, those are the moments where I was like, this does still feel long. It doesn't feel too long. But these are the parts where it does actually feel long, where they're just, like, still talking about it. Okay. So, four. Beth, you gave it four and a half, and my note says, can read subtitles. I think you were looking forward to it at this age, oh. reading subtitles and understanding <laughs> what was happening. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. That I could keep up with the subtitles. Could keep up, yeah. Uh, or turns keep out up I'd with never the first, seen the movie, yeah. so who, yeah. <laughs> who um, no, I, uh, I would say I'm going to go with four as well, mm. um, because I really liked it. I thought it was great. It's not a movie that I would watch over and over and over again, but I would watch it again in the future. 
with some distance from this viewing. Like six days. Yeah. <laughs> We're watching it after. We're watching it after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we'll we bring have a to have bonus. Pizza. We didn't have pizza today. Yeah. So I'm really struggling. <laughs> Uh, no, I really liked it. I thought it was beautiful. Um, I love the all of the special effects that they the like bamboo fight scene is incredible. It's like so light, like and airy and very cool. Uh, the storyline is okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Someone hates love. Yep. Well, <laughs> I mean, we knew that about me, right? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, I gave it four. I think, uh, also thinking I could give it room to grow. Um, and I will. I think I'm going to bump it up to four and a half. Okay. I really like this movie. It looks awesome. Um, I found this story good. I liked it. It, it felt um, complex without being confusing, like complex and simple at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, But I guess there were a lot of storylines that all went together in a way that, was satisfying, but yeah. didn't feel forced in any way, and there was nothing I was like, oh, I wish that had got wrapped up, or why did those need to be together? So I really enjoyed that. Um, I really enjoyed, I don't know, reviewing and being like, this movie is like about Michelle Yeoh more than anybody else, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun to see. So yeah, four and a half. Great movie. It was awesome. Yeah, I would give it... Well, uh, you, do you want to know what you gave it before? Uh, I think I... Yes, I get, go you ahead. You gave it a three because you also hate love. <laughs> and you you wanted room to grow either way. Right. You right. down or up. Wow. Uh, harsh. Yeah. Uh, I would give it four and uh, whatever bit of sword of importance was left when uh, at the end of that fight... Uh, you know what I mean? All okay. You know what? We'll just say I'm going to do uh, <laughs> four and a quarter swords of importance. I okay. thought the story was incredible and beautiful and I loved it. It was uh, beautiful to watch. Uh, I would give Larry one sword of what? importance what? and four swords of compassion. There. Fine. Sword of compassion? <laughs> what is a sword of compassion? Well, I don't know if you've burned Larry or not. I need to defend him. <laughs> <laughs> what is a sword of compassion? Like mercy killing? No! Like, I was uh, much like with our scamp, who I was very frustrated with at certain portions of the film. Yes. Uh, I did feel like she redeemed herself at the end, and I was feeling bad about being so hard on Larry. Oh, I see. Being a stupid dumb cat. Yeah. Getting, like, trapped under the porch or some shit. And then I was feeling bad. And I was like, well, you know what? How about some swords of compassion, Chase? Sure. You know? How about some compassion? Oh, I just remembered, speaking of Molly hating love, uh, <laughs> is that at the end of the movie, when everybody was dying, yeah. Molly, who I think was just really tired at that point, was sort of like slumped on the couch and was just sort of like muttering like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and I couldn't tell if it was like, it was bullshit because everyone was dying and she was like invested emotionally in the characters, or if it was bullshit that like it wasn't ending. <laughs> I couldn't tell. No. Do you was, remember? Yes, I was bullshit because I like those characters. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Stupid dumb ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In conclusion, conclusion my uh, head is the best. This movie was good. It was Great. really good. Really good. Um, yeah. Excited to watch number two? Yeah, Netflix.com. Wait, is this holding a plug for Netflix now? Well, that's why we decided to watch it, so we could watch the second one. I don't Dan, know if that was your motivation. No, Dan wanted to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to see it because I wanted to watch it before I watched number two, yeah. and maybe our our listeners would also like to do the want same. to have that experience. Yep. Maybe. So, Netflix.com. Netflix.com. Crouching Tiger. Sword of Destiny. 
Uh, and subscribe to our newsletter. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be a picture of my drawing of a dragon, which looks like a bird. Maybe a picture of Larry, too. Toadsrecall.com. Sure. Yeah. So people will know what we're talking about. And oh. they can decide if Molly's Swords of Compassion are are correctly drawn. Just take one look at that picture and tell me that cat can't survive. Okay, well. Appearances can be deceiving. <laughs> appearances can be deceiving. All he wants to do is be held. Who's going to hold him out there? A predator. Yeah, yeah like the, the tight claws of a hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Or a coyote. Are there coyotes here? No, Probably not. it's a fenced-in backyard. He there could is... jump really high. Oh, He's good well, at jumping. Good. Then he will jump away from a predator. Like the scamp. Oh, oh yeah, he's a scamp. <laughs> He'll jump away he's from. Not a... as bad as the scamp. Though. No, certainly he's not getting anybody killed. Yeah, that, that we, we know, know of. Ooh, yeah. intrigue. Thank you for listening to Toad's Recall. New episodes drop on the fifteenth of every month. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Toad's Recall Pod. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. It helps more people find the show. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. For more information, check out noisepicnic.com slash totesrecall.